Chris Gardner of the Houston Round Ball Review, speaking with Byron Smith, head coach of Prairie View Men's Basketball. Coach, how are you? Doing well yourself, Chris. I'm doing well. Thank you very much for taking a few moments out of your day to speak with me. Let's mm -hmm. get right into it. How was how was your uh, first year at PV? That uh, was great. You know, it's just you know great opportunity. You know, blessing. You know to you know to be here and have this opportunity. So you know, it's uh, it was a good experience, a good learning experience. You know, feel like I learned a lot. You know, and um, got a lot more to learn. But uh, it, was, it was a good year. Very pleased with the uh, with the outcome and hoping uh, for, for for better days and hoping for a better season this upcoming year. What things did you learn? Did anything surprise you? Nothing really surprised. I've been around a long time, you know, just kind of, you know, been been around the game. But, uh, you know, obviously, you know, just going from, you know, that assistant seat, you know, to the top top seat or the first seat, you know, it's just, just uh, obviously a lot more responsibility. You know, when you're assistant coach, you know, you're, you know, you, you know, been practicing in games, you know, you either, you know, you're coaching guards, you're coaching post players, but, uh, so you have a specific people that you're kind of watching, but as the head coach, you obviously, you know, you have to, you know, oversee, you know, everything and, um, you know, and just make sure that, uh, you know, everything is, is on point and, you know, in terms of preparation and, you know, scouting and all those types of things. It's just full responsibility, but, uh, nothing really surprised me, you know, but, um, you know, like I said, again, good experience and, uh, just looking to grow more as a coach and improve and get better and, uh, you know, help our, help our players improve each and every day and just have the best basketball experience that they can possibly have. How many people on your staff? Uh, we got three. We have three, three full-time coaches. Myself, and he's four, and we have one graduate assistant. Uh, so that's a total of five guys. So it's a pretty good staff. Uh, got a couple new guys coming in. So just looking forward to, uh, you know, teaching and and uh, and then, like I say, helping our players improve. With your experience in basketball, playing and coaching, were friends, colleagues questioning? Why you took a job at Prairie View? I think, you know, you, you get that. People, they get so caught up into levels, you know, and all the pundits, you know, in college athletics, they, they talk about high major, mid-major, low major, and they always associate, you know, HBCU schools as low majors and things like that. And if you look at our schedule, you know, there's nothing, you know, low major about that. And you just look at, you know, what we do at our practice and, you know, things that we preach and teach and we emphasize and just, you know, our, our basketball philosophy. I don't think there's anything low major about it. If you come on our campus, you know, I think we got one of the nicer campuses maybe in the state, you know, with new facilities and everything. And I think we do things, uh, you know, on par with a lot of other institutions, may not have as much money. But, yeah, I, 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 you, you do get questioned about it. And, you know, obviously, you know, playing at the University of Houston and obviously coaching there and, you know, coaching at Texas A&M, you know, people just seem to think that those are the only places that you should be in coaching. But, you know, coaching is coaching, and it's, it's uh, no matter where you are, you know, and, and if you are passionate about it, you know, I'm, I've just never been one that's gotten caught up into levels. You know, I've worked hard wherever I've been, and whatever opportunity has been put placed in front of me, I've, I, I respect it, and I've taken it very, very seriously. So people out there, they, they do get in that a little bit, and they always talk about the next job. You know, man, if you get that going, then you're going to get this. Well, you know, I mean, I always say, what's wrong with where you are? God doesn't make mistakes, and you are where you're supposed to be. So I'm pleased and looking forward to, uh, you know, hanging some banners here at Prairie View. And if this is where I'm supposed to be, you know, I'm, I'm quite content to be here. Have you or are you in the process of announcing the non-conference schedule? 
Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's always a uh, you know a lot of work to do there, and you know, with contracts and you know just a lot of red tape stuff that you have to deal with, and uh, you know, so we're close. Yeah, we we're pretty much done with it, but just uh, waiting on a few few more. Um, you know, things to dry. They need to dry out a few more of the contracts, and then we're, we're going to release it as soon as we possibly can. I mean, it's no secret. It's going to be a tough schedule. You know, it's always tough. Uh, so it's nothing that we're trying to withhold or hide from anyone. It's just a matter of just getting everything, you know, finished up and contracts back into the hands of the, the guaranteed people that we're going to play. And then we'll, we'll get it out as soon as we possibly can. The uh, July recruiting period just ended. For you, for the, you and the staff, was it um what was the reception that you got when you entered 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 the gyms as head coach at Prairie A&M? Standing ovation, Chris. You know how we do it as as a former Cougar. They go crazy when they see me. Uh, you know what? You, you just you just one of many. I mean, you know, you you sitting right there next to you know uh, a Bill Self. You know, uh, Soccer Smart. I mean, uh, Kelvin Kelvin Sampson. I mean, you just you know you just part of a fraternity. You know, and you know people they they're familiar with you from you know playing and you know obviously you know you know coaching some and then coaching AAU. So you know, I've just been around it all you know so much. So it's. It, it's it's just you're just one of the guys, you know, and uh, it's just basketball, and and obviously you know people are recruiting different types of players, that, and you know at Kansas and you know Texas and U of H, but you know it's just still basketball, and and uh, you know the reception has been good. It's you know people are uh, are you know always kind and you know, always encouraging and hey man I saw you guys play against such and such a show hey man you had a had a good year hey here you got this kid coming in man that's a great job you know how'd you get that kid so it's just all basketball but it's been real positive and and um you know I, I try to reciprocate and be the same way you know um sometimes you that you, know, you kind of get you know labeled as not being overly friendly or whatever but you know I'm trying to I've tried to work on that smile a little bit more laugh a little bit more you know what I mean and uh but but it's, it's just a bunch of guys a bunch of coaches in the gym and and uh you know everybody's there for the same reason to try to help their programs improve and the only way you do that is by getting quality players and is it easier for since you know you hooped and you were a great student let me, ask, let me back up just for a quick second is there anybody mm -hmm. on the team no. I can shoot better than you. No, I know the answer. I know the question. No, absolutely not. And uh, and I keep telling them that you know we're not going to raise hang any banners if the coach is the best shooter. So we're constantly looking for. But you know this, you know I, I did a, did a pretty decent job of it. But you know it, it's just getting to the point now. A lot of places it's kind of a I don't say a lost art. You just don't see guys that just you know just knock down, you know, shooters that, you know, from anywhere at any point in time, you know, during the game. You just you don't get that as much. You know, I think that a lot of the you know, the game is 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 going towards, you know, you know, athleticism and, and, and getting by guys and, and, you know, spectacular plays, dunks and things like that. But, you know, it's just you don't see a lot of just great, great shooters at the college level anymore. Obviously the NBA you get a lot of that, but at the college level you just don't get a lot of guys that are just great, great, great shooters. So uh we spent a lot of time in it, you know, we're working at it with our practice and our individual skill work to try to help guys become you know, better shooters than, than what they are right now. So, but, um, yeah, you, you know any great ones out there, send them my way, Chris. We can definitely use one. Is there, I mean, do you see, what, what do you believe is the cause or the reason for the lack of great shooters, middle school, high school, I, on up? 
you know, I just think that, you know, obviously with, you know, the, the impact of AAU, it's, you know, it's always, you know, me against you and, and it's, you know, I'm athletic and I'm quick, I'm fast, I can get by you, I can get to the basket, you know, and uh, a lot of that, you know, comes from, you know, you know, fancy ball handling, you know, taking someone, crossing someone over and, you know, finishing up, you know, getting to the basket and things like that. So with a dunk, things like that. I just don't think that a lot of people are, are putting the time in shooting. And then when they do, you know, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's the shooting that the right type of shooting to be able to prepare you for game. It's usually a lot of stationary shooting, which I, I, I think that makes you a bit lazy. I don't, I think, you know, movement, you know, shooting, doing the right type of shooting drills and things like that, that are going to be game speed and things like that. I, I think that's kind of lacking. Um, you know, I think the gun, you know, which a lot of people, you know, use it. I'm not a big believer in it because I think it really makes you like really lazy and it, and it doesn't help you with your form and your urgency to shoot and get the shot off, you know, the time and manner. It's just a lot of reasons why I think that, you know, shooting is kind of, it's kind of waning now. Uh, but I think most of it is just, you know, the way the game is going, it's, like I said, a lot of fancy ball handling, and I can get by you anytime I want to. You can't guard me. I'm faster, I'm quicker, more athletic. Now, I think that has a lot to do with it. I really do. Do you believe, or would you say that <clears throat> the success that Coach Mike Davis has had at Texas Southern is helping raise the level of expectations for everybody else in the SWAC? Without a doubt. I mean, you know, obviously that's been the flagship men's basketball program here in the SWAC for the last, you know, five, six, seven years that he's been there. And you know, everyone's kind of chasing them. So I, I think he has, you know, raised the bar, you know, tremendously. Uh, and I think it's good. I think it's great. And I, I always look forward to the challenge of uh, playing everyone in the league and trying to be successful and being one of the top, you know, two or three teams, you know, in the SWAC year in and year out. And obviously the ultimate goal is to, is to hang a banner here, which I think, is within reach of doing that. But um, I think with him coming into the league, I think it's been really good. I think he's an excellent basketball coach. He's very serious about it, and he continues to put a good product out on the floor year in and year out. So I definitely think he, uh, you know, he makes you, you know, you know, strap your boots on real tight and then lace up and, and, and makes guys have to really go out and work hard to get the best possible players. And the preparation has, has, has increased, I'm sure, and improved a lot. Uh, because he, you know, they just kind of sit alone right now. You know, they just they just kind of sit there alone, almost almost like Kansas in the Big Twelve. You know, year in year out, they're right there winning it or close to winning it. So, yeah, he, he's definitely raised the uh, the bar in our league for sure. Do people on the outside looking in underestimate how good overall the teams in the SWAC are? I think so. You know, I mean, we just from a personal standpoint, you know, we we went in last year and uh, started our season off on the West Coast, uh, out out west, north, whatever, for Oregon State. And we obviously our second game was against Fresno State, and uh, lost a, a game against Oregon State that I thought, you know, we were right in it. I thought we had a chance to to to, to pull off an upset, you know. And then um, you know, two three days later, we go up to uh, Fresno State. And I think they kind of, you know, took us for granted. And, uh, you know, we were able to get a big win, you know, for our program and our university. So I think so. And I think, you know, obviously with the, the guarantee games that we get, you know, that's it's almost like you're, you know, supposed to be a sparring partner, you know, to get them ready for, you know, better competition or league, you know, league play, conference play. But, you know, we go on with the mindset that, you know, we're going to be competitive, you know, with everyone the best that we can. And we, we, we're, we're preparing ourselves to go in and, and to try to stock the world, you know, so I'm just not 
a coach and we're not a program just going to go in and pick up a check and move on to the next place and say we're just going to get ready for January. We, we think differently, but I, I definitely think that um, you, and I don't think everyone is like that because some, some coaches, they actually know, you know, you as a person, as a coach, you know, and they know that, you know, you've been in some good programs and had some success and kind of knows what it looks like and how things are supposed to go. So, um, you know, they don't, they won't take you for granted, but, I just think the league doesn't get the respect that it deserves. So, yeah, I think teams and players, you know, will sometimes say, hey, you know what, we're going to – it's not if we're going to win, but it's about how much. But uh, we're fighting that all the time and, and trying to change the mindset, you know, by going out and, and upsetting some teams. And I know that's Mike Davis's goal, and obviously that's our goal here. And, and some of the other coaches in the league, they've had some success. Alabama State and uh, a few other people have had some early wins in the non-conference. So – Hopefully, you know they they'll they'll respect us uh, and give us the respect that I think that we deserve and that we're earning. Describe your coaching style. Well, you know I I tell people I'm not great I'm not a great offensive coach not a great defensive coach I think I'm an effort coach I think I'm a great effort coach you know and uh, I think I, I've I've taken you know a little bit out of the places that I've been you know U of H and, and Texas A&M and I've tried to incorporate it into my personal philosophy so uh you know obviously you know if you know depending on personnel I, I think that's how you develop your your philosophy you know I mean unless you're Nick Saban and you just and Bill Belichick and you just continue to plug in pieces year in and year out because um, you've had that much success and, and you have the blueprint you know for, for winning championships but um Obviously, you know, if if, if we can, we, we just like everyone, we really like to get up, get out and play fast. And uh, you know, usually let our defense dictate our offense. I think we probably one of the top uh, teams in our conference last year in terms of steals. You know, we really try to swarm the basketball a lot. But, uh, you know, obviously, you know, we, we, we play pretty much to, you know, how our opponent is going to play us. You know, if they're not going to get back and be good in transition defense, we're going to push right up your back and try to get, you know, get easy baskets and, and get some transition threes. And if they are a disciplined team, they're going to sprint back and get locked in defensively. I think we've got really good half-court sets, you know, that we can throw at you. Uh, but, you know, our – you know, our mantra is that, you know, we really try to swarm the basketball and get all over it, you know, and try to create a lot of turnovers with our defense. So I would say right now, last year's team, in the, in the half year that I coached the year before, uh, our defense dictated a lot of our offense. And, and if we can continue to do that, we want to do that. But I think we've got really good ball handlers. I think we've got really good drivers. I think we've got really good shooters. And we got some inside guys that can to play and protect the rim and can clean up and get some offensive rebounds and manufacture some points that way. So, you know, are we a great team? No, but I think we're a really, really good team with, with the potential to be, you know, um, right there in the end and uh, having a chance to compete for a conference championship. Well, this upcoming team – is it going to be a young team? Is it going to be a veteran team? What's the mix? So freshmen, it's, going to be pretty much, it's going to be pretty much a veteran team. We've got everyone coming back from last year except two. We lost two senior guards. Our leading scorer, who was an all-conference performer, Tevin Bellinger, uh, who graduated, and, and uh, our starting point guard from last year, Janate Blakely, uh, who did a really nice job, who came here as a walk-on, and, and, I, and I think he left as probably one of the better point guards, uh, if not the best point guard in terms of running a team of any one of the leagues. So we lost those two guys but we had some a couple guys sitting out that are going to have a major impact right away and I think we've recruited you know three or four guys that are going to come in and have a big impact so I would say you know more we're more of a veteran team we've got about seven guys returning 
uh, you know, from my seven or eight guys returning that, that played uh, significant minutes. So I would say we're a senior-laden team with a lot of experience, and we can get the new to mix in well with the old. I, I think I think we've got a pretty good chance to, uh, you know, turn some heads this year. What do you say, what is your recruiting pitch to um, a high school or perhaps even junior college to get them to consider PV and then mm-hmm. ultimately sign with PV? Well, you know, we talk a lot about just the uh, the educational piece, which I think, you know, Prairie View is a fine institution, you know, in terms of academics, uh, you know, a pretty good reputation with a nursing program and engineering and communication. So, you know, we talk a lot about that, you know what I mean, because that's important to be important to every student athlete and to the parent. And obviously, you know, I, I really just tried to really persuade them to get them on campus. We've got a really, really nice campus. And most of the people we bring on campus, Chris, you know, the kids, when they come, they're just constantly taking pictures, you know, just mm-hmm. the niceness of the new facility that we have. Uh, you know, so, you know, those are things that, uh, you know, we, we, we really push. The fact that we've got about 9,500 students, most of them are on campus. So you get a great college experience. I think it gives us a little bit of an advantage, and say over at Texas Southern, which it's, you know, we got a, you know a lot of computer students and things like that. Not everyone's there on campus, and just you know, just from the basketball part, you know, um, just from my background in development, you know what I mean. That I tell people all the time, you know, you want to make sure you go and play at a place where you're a good fit, you know, where you have a good, you know, you're gonna go play in a good system. But personal, you know. Uh, position-specific development is very, very, very important, too. So I push that a lot because that's kind of my mantra that, you know, I've been known as a guy that can help players develop, you know, and uh, and, and I, I, I take that very, very seriously. So uh, you're going to come to a place where you're going to get a chance to be saying you're going to play a, a first-class schedule. Obviously, we've got 13 non-conference games against some of the best, you know, schools in the country, and we're going to do that year in, year out. And a uh, great college experience on campus, you know, with, you know, very friendly environment. Uh, but the individual development you're going to get, the attention that you're going to get to learn how to play your position and to improve in that area day in and day out, um, I think it's second to none. I, I, I think we do a really good job of helping players get better. I mean, and that's, and that's what you want, you know. You always remember the, the people that recruited you, the coaches that recruited you, and the coach that helped you get better. I tell players that all the time. So, um, and I'm I'm heavily involved in that that part of it, uh, Chris. I'm not one of these coaches who just delegates and things like that. I mean, that's what got me to this point in my reputation to help players develop and get better. And I'm still heavily involved in that part of it. Um, and I will continue to do that throughout my coaching career as a head coach or as an assistant coach or wherever, where, whatever level that I have or title that I have. I'm going to continue to be involved in that uh, to the, the best of my ability. Are you active on social media? I am not, you know what I mean? I'm pretty much a caveman, primitive, you know, and I'm probably about five years behind everybody else. You know, I look up and, you know, I see it, I look at it, but, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just, I haven't been very, very active, but people always say that's kind of the way of the world. You know, I mean, I still have the uh, flip phone, uh, the cell phone, I don't even have an iPhone. So uh, I need to, I need to get a little more current, but, uh, People here on campus have been, been been talking to us about that. We need to start, you know, kind of reintroducing our program, you know, to the to, to the country, you know. But more important than that for me is just to get the people up in Houston to look at Prairie View as a, a greater Houston institution. I mean, they, they look at Prairie View like it's in another state, like it's in another city, you know. I just say it's 40, 45 minutes down the road, you know what I mean? So we are a part of Houston. So that's that's the most important thing for me to, is to, to get people to – 
support. They had some local support, you know, from down the road. And, and if social media is the route and the avenue and the path to be able to do that, I'm open to doing that. And we have people on our staff that are pretty savvy when it comes to social media. So, but I'm, I, I just have not been a person that's done that a lot. But, uh, you know, I'm not opposed to it. It's just never really been introduced to me. Have those members of your staff who are, are active on it shown you or informed you of a recruit or somebody y'all were looking at saying, yo, coach, this kid just lost his mind on Twitter or something. We need to, you know, not mess with him. Anything like that happened yet? Not yet, but, you know, it's, you know, they, they they do enough stuff with some of them with their presence. You know, I see pictures of these guys, and they got all these crazy hairstyles and different stuff going on. So that, that kind of alarms me a little bit. But there's been no one yet that we've been recruiting that, you know, jumping, you know, doing wild, crazy stuff, knock wood. Uh, I think we've zeroed in pretty much on some on good kids with good character, come from good families. I mean, they're kids. Obviously, they're, gonna, they're prone to make mistakes. No one's perfect, but... Up until this date, you know, most of the kids that we have here in our program and the ones that we're trying to bring to our program, they they, they behave themselves um, pretty much, which is pleasing to me. Do you have or do you find it easier to recruit or get the contact via the high school coach or the AAU coach for a player you're trying to get to PV? You know what? I try to give every coach their due respect because I think all of them play a huge part in the development of the student athlete. You know, and I don't. You know, and obviously AAU is the you know the one that get all the attention and get all the recognition. But you know, uh, you know the high school coach is spending quite a bit of time. You know, uh, you know with the kid. You know, in the in between time, in between hours.